I V M. On this episode of Pesa Pesa, I continue my Bangalore recordings and I also continue my recording with Kunal Shah, founder of Cred. In the first part, we spoke about the founder's manual. In this second part, we are going to talk about his latest app, Cred. It's a really, really cool app that helps you make your credit card payments and rewards you in all sorts of way. So that's what we are going to talk about: the Cred app with Kunal Shah, founder of Cred. Stay tuned for that. Folks, welcome back to Pesa Pesa. I'm with Kunal Shah, founder CEO of Cred. Kunal, let's talk Cred. Honestly, you know the entire world talks about bottom of the pyramid, mass, and everything, and getting the numbers. You woke up one fine day and said, "Let's just look at people with a credit score of whatever." You know, there is a limit yeah. on that. Yeah. I I know because yeah. I wouldn't have gotten uh, the app if I didn't qualify. You're looking only at a very targeted niche audience, and in in the previous episode we spoke about numbers. So you've done your numbers, you've done your market research. Let's actually start from there. Yeah. What was the thinking and the effort yeah. that went behind Cred? Okay. Sure. Let's start with that. So I think uh, thanks to free charge, thanks to investments I made in, and I was uh, briefly with Y Combinator and Sequoia Capital, I got to see maybe three hundred, four hundred companies uh, intimately, and what I noticed is that what we talk about Indian consumer is just non-existent because the guy does not have any income in fact the india does not have a middle class india has a rich class and india has a poor class and all the numbers of middle class are kind of hidden because we don't look at households we look at per capita and averages are the biggest scam that mm. you can deal with mm. so what we noticed is that systematically the global companies love to come to india because they can add these mau numbers and dau numbers and get arpu from some other market and jodke they can make their ipos look good if you look at carefully uber has sold every other business except india and one should ask why and the answer is that because they can show a lot of numbers from here but will they ever make money over here you know so the question is that and and look at hdfc bank versus let's say an sbi bank sbi has like hundreds of millions of customers and hdfc has maybe tens of millions of customers in market cap of hdfc's 3x 4x of SBI. sbi so the point is that the per capita income is a national challenge to solve you cannot fix that but what has happened is that systematically all the companies have technology companies have become mass in nature and therefore the premium customer is feeling lost ki ye main aapka kya karu right and very few companies are focusing on the top end for example nobody has really solved the visa problem if you want to go abroad to europe uh, and and you are a small percent of people who want to go to europe nobody has solved that problem and your passport is actually probably the worst in the world and therefore you have to go through the same struggle as pain as any other indian passport but you should not be dealing with that so the goal was very simple can we take a premium set of customers and we did not just say Rich, we said anybody above certain credit score, so that there is trustworthiness behind that, and systematically improve their life. Can we go to a deposit car deposit company, sorry, car rental company, and say, please don't charge deposit from these customers? Can we potentially go to a landlord and say, if credit customers rent the apartment, don't charge deposits from them? Can we systematically create an ecosystem, or can we tell a car insurance company that these guys are like less likely to do fraud? Don't lay the cost of the whole universe on them. In the U.S., you know, based on your driving, your insurance cost changes. In India, you don't have such things, right? So, what I noticed is that the good actors were paying the price for bad actors in this country, right? And bad actors are not getting punished for any bad behavior. 
So the idea was that can you systematically change that? Now, the score thing worked well in lending, right? But the thing is that good behavior should be rewarded in many, many places, right? So the idea was to kind of focus on that. So one, market segmentation in terms of people who are willing to pay for convenience, right? So let me give you another example. A, a money-poor society, right, uh, or, a, or say a time-poor society, a time-poor society will always pay for convenience. But if you don't understand the value of time, you'll never pay for convenience, mm. right? Uh, unless you're a monopoly, like let's say like railways, where Tatkal is paid because there's no other choice. Otherwise, no Indian would pay Tatkal fees, yeah. right? Now, the point is that if there's a small set of customers that value time more and, and therefore will pay for convenience, should we not go in that direction? And one big realization that I've had in the last few months is that extremely hard to make pennies from Pennywise Society. Mm. Because a Pennywise Society is expert at saving pennies. <laughs> Don't fight them at that. But there's the same society that is pound foolish. Uh, so you will see them buying irrational things for pounds. But they are very good at pennies. Like they spend on crazy on weddings. They'll mm. spend crazy on that wedding dress or, or this education course abroad. You can make pounds from them. You cannot make pennies from, let's say, a banya. Impossible, mm. right? So the point is that if we are in a society where uh, the customers that matter and who care about paying for convenience and are time poor should we not have a different world for them and I think uh, contrarian bets tend to pay off better right because I believe the mass category in technology is going to be a hard one to fight WhatsApp will WhatsApp has 300 million or 400 million DAUs mm. right Google has probably 800 million DAUs in this country Geo has 300 million DAUs Xiaomi has 400 million DAUs now this is like large numbers, like like even someone like Paytm is at probably 30, 40 million DAUs, right? Uh, these companies, when they launch a feature, right, they kill a product. Correct. Yeah. I don't know if you've used, have you used WhatsApp payments? Uh, I have actually. Yeah. It's damn easy, man. Exactly. So now what happens is that when WhatsApp decides to make a feature, it actually kills a product. For example, there were apps that we used for doing wipe calls before. Yeah. Now WhatsApp call is used as seamlessly as normal calls. You don't think. We you don't just, even think. Just call. Right? So large distribution products, when they make a feature, they actually kill a product. And and by the way, it's very easy to imagine if you think about your smartphone, it's a graveyard of products that existed in physical world before. Hmm. Every icon that you think are products that existed before. Yep. And if you just think about this product as a real product that has high distribution, it has killed many, many things and made a feature out of it. Mm. So the point I'm making is that the mass one is extremely hard to fight where a lot of these monsters who have unlimited capital, unlimited execution capability are going to fight. And and in mass, it's, it's, it's global companies don't even care about making money over here. So if I am playing chess and they are playing cricket, how do I win? Mm. Right? So, right. And, and Facebook's ARPU in this country is 30 cents uh, they don't want to increase their... I mean, they'll be okay if ARPU takes slow time because they want to just give free internet yeah. and increase the number of users because yeah. when they add these numbers and go to global markets and say, now we have 1.7 billion monthly daily active users, mm. the market is going to reward them for that. Yeah. So, I think we have to understand that uh, these are different games, sure. right? Uh, you, and, and I think unless you are in that game, uh, it's best to avoid that. So it was a lot of decisions based on a lot of these factors. And you did a lot of research on it. I'm sure yeah. you, because you mentioned that in the uh, the first part of our of our recording, where you've told entrepreneurs that instead of you know just focus on your research, focus on yeah. work on that. So how long did you you know 
yeah. work on this before you actually launch the app yeah so we i think we had a team of around 7 8 members and two three of them were chinese interns that we got from china to understand what's happening in china so we what we did is that we researched around 8 to 10 months of research where we researched around 50 to 100 companies of fintech what's happening across the globe and study them in detail that okay. was we did then we had a team of around 50 60 interns in the offline world uh, who would go to the malls and do surveys for us and and we would take the hypothesis and test that in the offline world so every weekend we would get 5000 responses that we would use to sharpen our positioning our insights and so on and so forth mm. right wow. uh, and uh, before we launched the app we had a beta user group all of that uh, i i fundamentally don't believe in launching and pivoting i believe in you need to be very very sure because uh opportunity cost is a bigger cost uh, than money right mm-hmm. i think don't, a lot of people don't understand that uh, you don't have unlimited time on this planet uh, and if you do not plan it well uh, you're going to mostly waste time and and uh, startups burn a lot of energy a lot of uh, it takes a lot of uh, uh, life out of you right mm-hmm. and i think if you do a bad decision it cost you more uh, th- i think this fa- is there's a false notion of sangarsh in this country right uh, i think i call them a lot of people are addicted to sangarsh why do you want to do sangarsh right mm-hmm. if you can get your product right uh, and and even free charge we did a lot of research before we launched it it was not something that was accidental uh, uh, and a lot of people were like oh i had a problem of recharging so i launched free charge no i have never used prepaid in my entire life Uh, I don't need to use prepaid to use a free yeah. charge, right? The thing is, ninety nine percent of country was using mobile prepaid. They needed a better alternative to recharge. Shops shut down at eight pm. Most people were consuming data after eight pm. Uh, women did not want to go to the shops to recharge because the numbers were getting leaked. Yeah. Like five six insights, and you build it. And I think India is not addicted to insights. Okay. I don't know why. Uh, I I I think like I would pay a lot of money every day to just get insights every day. Uh, Why use insights when you can use brute force? Yeah, and I think <laughs> exactly. So, so the elegance problem uh, is is missing, right? Nobody seems to be saying that. Can I do this elegantly by knowing insights? But this whole brute force thing, because the education system could not be solved through elegance, right? So uh, uh, the brute force is a default setting for most people. Got it. And on that note, we take a break on this episode on cred. And welcome back to the Cred Special with Kunal Shah, founder of Cred. Let's talk about Cred today, okay? Um, for listeners who absolutely don't have any idea about Cred, let's just start from there, okay? Yeah. What is Cred about? Sure. Uh, the kind of partners that you've got, the kind of rewards that you've got. Let's just delve into that for a bit. Sure. So, Cred essentially does three things, right? Uh, we are creating a community of people with high credit score. and the first product that we've launched is a product which allows you to manage your credit cards uh, and and when i say manage take care of the due dates look at any hidden charges any of that stuff to be able to manage that and seamlessly pay for that on the platform so use upi debit cards to pay the credit card bill and the third thing is that we give let's say rewards for doing that now rewards we're doing that for creating a behavior where a lot of people prefer to come to our platform because historically nobody has incentivized credit card bill payment everybody mm. incentivizes using a credit card with reward points with reward points the reason that is done is because they only make money when you forget the due date <laughs> and and or miss a deadline or whatever so our goal was that systematically nobody is ever going to incentivize credit card bill payment and therefore it's an opportunity to create a platform where we can allow people to come now 
what we've got right now is a simple product uh, high credit score people are getting rewarded for paying their credit card bills on the platform in the future like obviously you want to do lot many things okay so um and just to put this in perspective for listeners right now uh, i can probably take my own experience that when i'm paying a credit card if i don't have credit obviously yeah. i would have to either set up a reminder yeah. uh, or somewhere on my phone or somewhere to tell me that listen your credit card thing is due most of us i think just pick a date it yeah. could be 31st yeah. of the month yeah. or first yeah. of every month and we just pay we would uh, we would probably go to our banking app or to the banking website and make the payment over and over again I don't know how many people use standing instructions I'm never comfortable with it okay yeah. because I just feel that you know somewhere the bank might just take all my money and maybe it's a mental less thing. than 5% of people are on auto debit right now there you go thank you for that uh, for the data it kind of intuitively tells you that yeah. what you have done is you're saying that okay just come to my app I'm giving you a gateway between your bank and your credit card company takes all of 5 seconds i know because i've used yeah, it okay yeah. and now you've even put in upi yes previously i had yes. a bit of a thing otp this yes, that yes. questions aega yes, yes, yes. what is your girlfriend's name what is your city which is from the bank side you can't do anything about that but now you've put in upi which yeah. kind of takes one level away correct right correct and then the makhan malai as we say which is a rewards yes. i think i have uh, i think i have I've I probably done almost half of all your rewards so that's far. Good. The other half I don't think is of any use to me for sure. whatever that's worth. Sure. How many partners do you have right now on your platform? So I think we probably got around 150 partners that we've worked with on rewards. Uh, obviously, we are just four and a half months, five months old now. We're just scaling the platform uh, quite well, and I think the goal is to we really wish to launch four or five new partners every day. and and make it more exciting for you to come up almost on a daily basis and find anything interesting right is there a thought behind the pattern that you choose because yeah. you're talking about top of the line customers out here yeah you wouldn't want them to you know so is there a thought process behind that well, well at least we we call it the brand neighborhood right we we want people to have similar values and in terms of not scamming the customers or or having high quality reviews on their system so so let's say anywhere from we work to airbnb to let's say uh, a a cult fit gym what we are ensuring is that the customer experience is not compromised even when we do a d2c product like for example uh, we did some milkshake company or a yogurt company or whatever right i think the idea is that the customers experience should be consistent and because it's high value customers right what if they like the milkshake what if they'd like that yogurt what if they are enjoying that cult membership right so what we've noticed is that people try these products from our platform and then end up using that mm. and they get introduced to a new category right so the reason retailers like us because we've taken let's say premium customers who are otherwise harder to get in life right but what happens is that because of uh, credit they're able to target them and ensure that they are getting high quality customers right and i think this is a biggest biggest challenge for a restaurant let's say let's, let's take your a cake shop and you would love people to try your pastries right but if you decide to decide to give out free pastries one day you're going to get the wrong customers and the right customers will never taste your pastries and systematically that experiment is failed but what if you could give free pastries only to customers let's say who are making 25 lakhs and above mm. and you would not mind that right and i think that curation and selection uh, from both sides partner as well as customers is the real thing that we're doing over here fantastic i'm sure you've got enough user feedback also by now uh, with people that i know that i interact with i you know there's there's always going to be that cribbing the yeah. rewards have gone down yeah. partners looking not looking good so what's your take on that as of now you know i yeah. some of this is pure perception honestly yeah. i have no problems the yeah. partners that i want that i really like are there okay i you know i i still find it compelling to go to the app yeah. and use it what do you have to say about that 
I think uh, it's good that people have high expectations from us, right? Uh, that demonstrates that they're engaged. Uh, what would be worse is they're indifferent to what you're doing, right? So I think it's a good problem to have, and 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 we are, we are scaling uh, rapidly. Uh, it means we do not expect this kind of growth to be very honest in five months' time, right? Like we we are almost going to get to a million customers uh, in wow. in this period of time, and I think uh, and in this time we've not been scaling the team, right? Like it's it's just a five months uh, old team, and and from the time we launched to this, it just happened so quickly that we've not just found a way to stabilize the system and and i had to prioritize stability of payments i had to prioritize stability of the platform because you would be okay if a reward doesn't work but if a payment fails uh, you will be blessed for oh, man that yeah that's one more thing right because yes. if i'm paying on the 31st using credit or agar ek do din aage piche ho gaya mera to band baj gaya boss exactly so uh. so we had to prioritize where will you be less forgiving right i think therefore you know we have been very fortunate that we are seeing a very very strong retention on the platform uh, because at least what you really need to do is working properly right and obviously uh, rewards there is no end to it like when will anybody be happy about anything right? i think it's a it's a it's a it's a, a thing and as long as we can keep match making good merchants to good customers i think we'll always have the opportunity to do more you'd have the numbers out here right because you mentioned a million in in finance what's the size of this very small concentrated but i'm sure very lucrative pie yeah so uh, india has around 45 million credit cards owned by 24 million customers so on an average yeah okay come to think of it i have two credit cards yeah So okay. most customers have two credit cards on an average. Sure, they spend around seven point five to eight billion dollars a month. Okay, India also has nine hundred and twenty million debit cards, which also spends around seven eight billion dollars a month. Man, that is scale. Yeah, that so, is scale. And wow. By the way, just a lot of people are while crazy about wallets and UPI. Uh, credit cards were at one point eight billion dollars a month just three and a half years ago. And they're gonna be what? Eight, now it's eight billion dollars. Oh, so, so the thing man. is that a lot of times we confuse vanity metrics with with real numbers, and and I think we forget that <laughs> the biggest credit card spend is actually loading wallets. So people are loving their credit cards, right? Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah. I am using my wallet to fill up an Amazon yeah. Pay or a Paytm yeah. or something of that sort. So that's yeah. okay. Yeah. So, so, so the question is that. <laughs> see, one thing is sure about uh, India or any human, right? Nobody wants to pay beforehand. Right, so when people were asking to load wallet, you do not like it as much. Then say, "Oh, chay, UPI kar do." That is better. But the future is that you will want to pay later, hmm. and pay later is already there in credit card. Understood. So the the evolution of every payment ecosystem is always about credit. Last question: Future of credit. Where hmm. is this going? Where do you you know where do you plan to take it? Sure. So our our goal is to make two things happen. Uh, we want to be in the business of. improving standard of living for a select few when i say standard of living uh, it comes in two factors uh, uh, one is that helping them earn more and helping them spend well when i say spend well it's spending money well and spending time well hmm. i believe that if you do a good job on spending money and time well you'll earn more so we want to be in the business where we want to take a select group of people with high trust and make their life significantly more frictionless and better on many many fronts when it comes to financial aspects of things mm. right now I, i by the way when i said trustworthy it is trustworthy on financial aspect does not mean i can like take that and paint that across the board and sure. say oh he's trustworthy in relationships also we don't know that very subjective matter but financial trustworthiness is a very binary thing to do so our goal is that take aspects like insurance like can i if i give you car insurance at 30% 
lower cost why should you not use credit for that actually expensive exactly or or if i could help you discover a, a better card uh, which could help you better. and if i understood what you spend on what you do if i help you with that what if i could i don't know give you access to an upskilling course which will improve your income mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so the idea is that only a small set of percentage of people are extremely obsessed about increasing their income and this is that cohort okay so our goal is that focus on them and and, and by the way i never use the word i'll make mutual funds and all of that because i fundamentally believe that the country needs much more simpler solutions for that and i think and therefore the opportunity is just in that okay yeah i'm i'm am i ever going to get a free mercedes car <laughs> tell me yeah, the amex guys the amex guys have a car or something at a million points or some something of that yeah. sort give me something come no, on i think that's that's an interesting thing but a lot of people say that there is this thing there there's no such thing actually i'm i'm an amex black user i don't have uh, any of those things happening but i can tell you that we are launching auctions on points uh, so you can actually buy and sell yeah so so we are going to put some luxury items and you can actually bid with your points on that and see uh, if you get lucky with that so it's going to be interesting stuff happening that is a sneak peek into what credit's going to have yeah. soon exclusively on your, on this podcast folks that was kunal shah we spoke about entrepreneurship uh, entrepreneurship we spoke about cred kunal is very active on social media so you can just google his uh, his twitter handle he's also among the most helpful guys respond reply soon i would suggest just read what he has to say okay and if you want to reach out to him he's he's there Kunal thank you so much for doing the show for us for our listeners uh, i wish credit all all the best as a user i can say that i'm completely satisfied and i hope that our listeners have learned a lot from this really nice session that you spent with us thank you so much kunal thank you thank you thank you for having me thanks no material on the show should be considered as financial advice the material on the show is for informational purposes only please consult a financial advisor before taking any investment decision